G'day, legends. Festive greetings to you all. It's December, mid-December, so it's almost Christmas, which is the most festive time of all. Or is that the only festive time? I don't know. What's festive? I feel pretty festive. Got a very special episode for you today. I'd like to think it's very special, but then I think they're all pretty special, aren't they? Today I'm joined by my main man, top dog, Alexander Mummery. Mummers. Alex is a very dear friend of mine. He's a very talented musician and he's also a bit of a film nerd, which is going to come in handy on this podcast, this film watching podcast. For Alex's debut on the film Virgin, I've chosen the film Blade Runner, which is a film that I'd always heard of and I know it's supposed to be a thing, but I'd never watched it. I didn't really care to be honest, but Alex loves it. So I thought it would be the perfect film to watch with my main man, Mummers. All right, let's not muck around then, eh? Let's get straight into it. Episode 9... The film version, me and Alex watching Blade Runner. Enjoy! So, Alex, we're recording. Okay. How does that feel? Um, feels good. Feels... How's your tea? I haven't tried it yet. I'm just waiting for it to cool down, but too hot. thanks very much. Okay, sorry. I use Currently too um, hot. 100 degree water. Oh, okay. Uh, well, um, well, it, will the mic pick up my slurping? It will. Give it a go. Okay. Good slurp. <sighs> oh, you always got to do that's that. It's a refreshing after a, cup of tea. After a sip. How long have you been drinking oat milk for? Um, probably about a month now. Okay. Me and me and Cat have gone vegan. Well, she's gone vegan, and I've right. I've gone semi-vegan. I would say. What's What's keeping you from being full vegan? Um, sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Basically. so not even vegetarian. After the gym, I just massively crave. You love sausage rolls? Yeah, after a gym and a swim, all I really want is a sausage roll. Okay, but you've cut out eggs? Um, yeah. And all yeah. sorts of dairy? Um, pretty much, yeah. Nice Yeah, one. I mean, um, definitely at home. Definitely at home. Yeah, I mean, out and about, I have been known to buy the odd milkshake. You have your filthy... Um, Definitely the eggs. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't normally buy, you know, eggs on the go. You must still be eating chocolate, though. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. the weekend. Okay, <laughs> weekend chocolate. Okay. Just try and just try and stop me. But the, have you tried any other milk alternatives? I think we've had almond. Yeah. Coconut. Coconut's okay. Yeah, I think oats seems the best for tea. Oats. I think oats Would the best agree? all around. I have oat in my tea and my cereal. Okay. When I have cereal. Yeah. My second choice is probably soy. I don't know if we've tried soy. Yeah, it's it's Doesn't old like... news soy though. <laughs> Soy's always been around. Okay, they've always been milking soy. <laughs> I don't know who's thinking to like who first thought to milk a peanut. Right, where, where, I, yeah, I don't really understand the process. To exactly. Be so you get peanut milk as well. I think you can get nut milk. Is it just completely crushed nuts to the point that it becomes a liquid, and then that's the milk? I mean, it must be, but not in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah. I think they're actually, there's someone with tiny little fingers just milking away at a nut. Yeah. Or rice. I hope so. Yeah, rice milk. Rice milk, yes. Yeah, yeah. Bizarre. Maybe we'll have to. Have do you to think the cows it. are getting jealous? Or do you think they quite appreciate <laughs> it? I think they enjoy the break, to be honest. They've, um, they've had it hard, the old cows. They have. For a long time now. I mean, I'm completely against the, <laughs> the dairy and meat industry, but just to play devil's advocate. Do you think they'd exist if it wasn't for them? Cows. Well, yeah. that, that's the um, that's the that's the thing, isn't it? A lot of those cows would never have lived if it wasn't for yeah. milk and meat. <laughs> and as the, as the um, so, hmm. executioner tells each one at the abattoir, <laughs> you just think, exist, mate, yeah. you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for us. <laughs> Turns out the wool industry is horrible as well. Though found out this week that yeah. like the shearer has just been punching sheep in the head. <laughs> what? <laughs> just one shearer. No, it was. Uh, an uh, I don't know. There was uh, an undercover guy, uh, undercover oh in a wool God. in a wool shearing factory, <laughs> and he's got footage of 
of the shearers just punching sheep in the head, throwing them off platforms so that their legs break. Oh my God. Well, that's just unnecessary. Yeah. You know, aside from chaining the animals to machines and milking them all day, why do you have to punch them in the head as well? It seems Yeah. Seems very um It's overkill. Excessive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I like I haven't really done a deep dive into it. I just all I know is I'm against the whatever, killing of animals. Well now you can be against wool as yeah. well. Add that to the list. Wool, yeah, God. Yeah. I mean you think yeah, should be harmless, but apparently not. I guess when it's like done on a massive scale, I, I don't know. Like there must be nice uh, wool, wool farmers, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice shearers. I'm sure there are. Yeah, maybe you know we shouldn't let one bad apple spoil the whole um, barrel. Oh great! Now the apple farmers as well. <laughs> Apples have had it rough oh, for, for a long time. Uh, Actually, speaking of fruit, I, I bought oh, you. Yeah. I bought you a banana. Thanks so much. I bought one for myself as well. You don't get two. One of them's mine. Thanks. I will eat that. And. Um, I got you another present as well, and you've got a choice. I don't know if you these will tickle your fancy, but I've got a matcha oh green God. tea organic coconut milk and a chai organic coconut milk. Yeah, drink. man. I'll drink the matcha. Good, because chai was my first choice. Outrageous. Yeah. That's so good. Well, I had to go quite a, on quite a big detour to get your banana, and I ended up in an organic shop. Jeez, <laughs> so all for a banana. I mean, I would have been, I'd already forgotten about the banana request, but thanks so much. <laughs> I think it's good to... To bring, bring a gift when you enter someone's um, home. Oh, wow. This is like a, yeah. <laughs> so you actually helped me move into this flat, but this is the first time you've seen it. First time I've se yeah, first time I've seen it with furniture and in daylight. Yeah, and not just and me not treating with, you as a removalist. Not with some pink shower curtains up on the windows. Oh, yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> well, actually, I think they were gone when I was here, but you mentioned that they were... Oh, you'd heard about them, yeah. Literally shower they curtains. They were very the strange, yeah, like plastic uh, with roses on them or something. Sounds disgusting. Um, well, I've got you a, a gift. Have you? For being here today. Okay. Uh, but I feel like I wish I'd given you... Uh, over and above the oat, oat The, the oat tea was, tea? yeah, no, the tea, you'll always get tea from me, but you get a, a once-off gift. Okay. But yeah, I think I've already been outdone <laughs> okay. by your gift giving. Not as good as in green tea milk. It's a two-part gift. Two parts, okay. But the second part of the gift could be considered quite... Um, self-indulgent on my part okay uh but but it's not really it's but it could those, be considered that it's one of those gifts that's actually for you yeah so I do a lot, well I give a lot in a way yeah i remember when <laughs> we were kids at any time my brother had a birthday or i had a birthday my mum would have to give the other one a present as well yeah so i think did you have that with your siblings uh for a while, I remember, yeah. You'd I remember that I would always get well. a present on my sister's birthday. Okay. I feel like you get a present every time you're in your parents' company. They're very generous. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and they love me very much. I know, it's outrageous. <laughs> but anyway, I, I think this is a gift that you would like. I hope so. Definitely at some point, but I don't know if you like it this early in the day. Is it alcoholic? No, it's not <laughs> alcoholic. I mean, Because you'd be wrong in that case. It's as good as, it's a double barrel gift. Okay. I got you a can of Boost Energy Drink. Oh, of course. And a Boost Chocolate Bar. <laughs> I mean, you've definitely outdone the. Uh, Do you think? The I mean, in your books. Yeah, in your books. Come on. You, this is your go to the thing. I mean. Double Boost. I don't know if it's ever too early in the day for you to. to no, I was going to buy one myself. I thought you way. might actually. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Um, but I couldn't find a Tesco, so. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. You're no, welcome. The, the Double Boost is my, is my trademark, isn't it? Yes. Exactly. And then the second part of the gift. I thought that was the two parts. No, no, that's oh, all you. Wow, okay. That's one double barrel <laughs> gift. Maybe it's a four part gift then. Oh, wow. Uh, the second part of the gift is you are often derided by myself <laughs> uh, and my brother about your boost habit. Yeah. Um, your never ending boost habit. Yeah. So the second part of the gift is I've got myself a can of boost. Oh, that's boost even better. Bar. And that's, I'm going to join you that's actually on this journey. Even better than the boosts themselves. Do you think? Okay. Yeah, because I'm sure you've never touched I've, an energy no, drink in your life. God, no. It looks horrific. And they are. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I'm interested to see where this takes me. It could go very wrong. Yeah. If you've never had a boost before. I may go into cardiac arrest. For those not in the know, it's a cheap Red Bull. It's a very cheap Red Bull, 49p. 
but it's not. There's some that are 29p, and they're just oh wow, they're, they're, yeah. They're I went for original. There was a few different flavors, but I think you're an original. I've guy. never strayed. I've had sugar-free, but it doesn't give you the same. What's the point? Kick up the ass. What's the point? Because <laughs> it's more of a uh, band practice ritual. Because it gets me through three hours of drumming. Yeah. Um, more than anything, but I will gladly do yeah, it on a Sunday morning. Yeah, as opposed to 11:30 well. on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I will not complain. Let's see how we go. Maybe we can just double up. Maybe we could do some sort of like boost bomb with the the milk, <laughs> the, the dairy-free milk, the banana, and the double boost. It's a good juxtaposition. We've got a banana and an organic coconut milk drink. Yeah. And then a Cadbury's chocolate bar and, a, and an energy drink on the other side. Nicely mirrored as well on your bench there. I feel like we've made it. <laughs> yeah. That's quite the feast we've lined up. Uh, so have you seen any good films lately? Oh, loads. Loads. Do you want me to talk about one? Yeah, have you got any that, <laughs> that spring to mind? Saw a good documentary about Orson Welles. Cool. <laughs> it was cool. Was how, how long was that one? That's only 90 minutes. All right. Yeah. It's about his last film that was never released. Is that the one with Zac Efron in it? Yeah, Zac Efron was <laughs> in it. Yeah. 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 Um, he, puts in a good, he puts in a good performance. Um, yeah. He's got a good bod, doesn't he, Zac Efron? Uh, yeah, last time I checked. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> How's your fitness regime going? Yeah, it's not bad. I'll try and get to the gym three times a week. Do you want to touch my bicep? Yes, please. I went to the gym yesterday. That is actually it's getting pretty on, isn't it? good. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> I'm very proud. Thank you. That's my That's right fantastic. one, though. The left one doesn't really... Because you used to do that a lot. You used to flex a lot yeah. as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> because there was nothing to behold. But that's actually impressive. Oh, I'm pumped, mate. Yeah, yeah you are. I'm pumped up. How about the um, pecs? No, the, I don't know. I don't know if the if I have pecs to a little bit to come out. Like, I don't. I, I, I don't know if I could be completely buff and I still wouldn't have pecs. Of course you would. I feel like I have a very flat chest. Um, well, you do at the moment because you haven't done any bench pressing. No, I don't want to do any. Bench or press pressing. ups, press ups, and bench press, and then. I mean, of course you can get pecs. You've got muscles. Yeah, latent, latent I don't know. as I'm they not. are. But... <laughs> All right. I've not. Uh, I've not seen any evidence yet. Well, you know, give it a go. I will. Well, do you want to know what we're going to watch today? Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm... I've been a big fan of the um, movie version since it began. The film version is the podcast that you're on today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the... it's yeah. You call them films. Um, the film version, yeah. I've been a big fan of the film version. I call them Edit. films and it is what the podcast is called. Is yeah, that... I've, I've always called them films, not movies. Is that an Australian thing? Film. No, but you, I mean, you know that they're called films as well. It's an right? option. It's an option, but I think uh, British people tend to say movie. I think. I t- I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but in Australia, is it always film? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, that's just your I just, personal choice. I prefer to say film. Yeah, when I was growing up, we'd say we were going to the movies. Yep. Not the films. So the movies is like the the place where you watch a film. No, but you watch movies as okay. well. I'm just a bit more pretentious. Film is definitely a classier kind of mm-hmm. term for I'm a classy it. guy. A film. Yeah. Because a movie bit sounds a bit tacky, doesn't it? A bit um, working well. class. <laughs> it sounds a bit Wellenborough to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the films that, the films that you've been watching, I would refer to as movies. Yeah, no, you're right. It, <laughs> you it haven't should watched be a called film the yet. movie version, but also I didn't think that sounded as uh, succinct. No, you're right. No, I think the film, the film version, version is better, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I've been a big fan of the film version ever since its inception about five weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, you are number one fan, I think. I love it, yeah. That's great, I'm yeah. glad to hear it. Yeah. It's good to hear, know that someone's listening. Will you listen back to the one that you're in, though? Absolutely. Otherwise, it's not get any listens. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Great. No, I think, um, yeah, I think it's hilarious, but I am your friend, so it's hard to tell how much you know I'm laughing because it's you. But I think it is genuinely funny. That's a good point, but I appreciate the compliment I think it's genuinely funny. I think it can catch on. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. Tell your friends. Am I really the only listener? <laughs> no, there's a few. You have to cut all this out. I'm listen. definitely going to edit all this out. <laughs> Let's tell me more about how great I am. I know, it's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're going to watch a film today, this morning. It might just have gone to an afternoon, Sunday. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've been reliably informed that this is a film that you like. <laughs> okay. Because every time I've ever asked you what film we could watch together, if yeah. we did one, all you've yeah. ever said is The Godfather, every single time. Well, I'll say that. And you'll everything. say, have you seen The Godfather? I'll say that when someone asks me what you want for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather. 
But again, unfortunately, I have seen The Godfather, so we're not going to watch that. And it's about four hours long. There you go. Double veto. That is the best film ever made. I'm glad to yeah. hear it. We're not I mean, going to talk about The Godfather, okay. though. Okay, all right. So the film we're going to watch, it's a classic, I okay. believe. It's got. It's a maybe a cult classic or just an out-and-out classic. Um, I'm almost certain you like it, but I've never had any interest in watching it. Can I have a guess? Do you want to have a guess? You yeah. already know what it is. No, I don't know. I think you said cult classic. Okay. And something that I like, I think it's with Nail and I. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not a cult classic. Or maybe it's not something that you like. I don't know. Well, what is it then? The film we're going to watch <laughs> is... I don't know if it's called The... Or Blade Runner. Oh, The, the Blade it's Runner. It's called Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Well, that is... We're going to watch that is Blade Runner. Definitely a classic. And do you like it? I love it. Yeah. Okay, great. Absolutely love Blade Runner. There we go. That's... Cool. Top 10 material. Really? Well, that's oh, yeah. excellent news. Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, I think this might be something that people care about who like Blade Runner. It's a um, director's cut, a, isn't it? Yeah, we're watching director's cut. So is that... Do you have a preference? Because... I'm, yes, that is the better version because what he did, he uh, the original, the studio, added in uh, narration. Well, oh, to the voiceovers. original? Voiceovers, yeah. Okay. So they just had Harrison Ford talking over the whole movie, basically saying what he was doing. Oh, right. Like, I'm going to look in the, you know, in the cupboard. And, sure. And uh, Ridley Scott Adding was... Adding some oat milk to my tea because yeah. the dairy industry is cruel. I mean, it was probably a bit better scripted than that. Okay. But Ridley Scott was not on board, so the director's cut takes that out and is therefore a superior movie. I see. So it's a Ridley Scott film. Yeah. I See, I honestly don't know anything about it, and I actively didn't read the, the back of the DVD... So okay, I wouldn't know anything, but I'm going to read it now. Blind. Yeah, okay, I'm going to, okay. Well, I'm not going to go in completely blind. Do you know anything gonna... about the storyline? Do, um, do you know what a Blade Runner is? It's set in the future. It is. Which might be Well, now. actually, not anymore, probably. I think it's, you know... Rick what... Deckard, yeah. Harrison Ford, prowls the steel and microchip jungle of 21st century Los Angeles. Yeah. He's a Blade Runner. He is. Quote, unquote. <laughs> stalking genetically made criminal... Replicants. I can barely contain my excitement. This is one of the best films. Really? <laughs> yeah. His assignment? What's his assignment? To kill the replicants. The kill them. His assignment? Kill them. Retire them. What's Their crime? Called? Wanting to be human. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this is exciting. <laughs> A visual stunner remastered oh, yeah. for, home, for improved home presentation. That's the version we've got. Directed by Ridley Scott's vision of this sci-fi cinema classic intriguingly differs from what 1982 oh because this is the director blah 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 yeah this version omits Deckard's voiceover narration uh -huh. as Alexander Mumry just told us develops like in greater it. detail the romance between Deckard and Rachel oh no there's the, well you'll see as we watch and removes the, the uplifting finale oh my word yep am I going to be depressed at the end of this no I think it's just ambiguous okay there are some problematic moments that does moments. depress me though there are some problematic moments in this film that we might pick up on as we watch it. Okay, there's... It has dated in some ways. Right, it's going to be mistreatment <laughs> of women, is my guess. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I but mean, aside I've from watched that, a few films from the 80s in the last few weeks <laughs> and they've all got that in common. Even Ghostbusters did, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. they all do. I'm excited that Daryl Hannah's in it. Yeah, is yeah, she, she's Is great. she playing a robot? She's a replicant. They're not robots. Oh, sorry. They're replicants. Replicant. I think they may be... They're not exactly robots because I think they might be made of organic materials. Ah, uh, you're telling me. Yeah. What's your first thoughts on re-watching Blade Runner? I'm extremely excited. I'm literally excited. I'm not even pretending. That's so I love good. this movie. And um, it has... Now, I'm a, I'm a big fan of soundtracks as well. And that has, right. this has probably my favourite movie soundtrack of all time. Oh, it's got a really iconic song, doesn't it? Or, uh, I wouldn't say it's a song because it's very just atmospheric but, uh, music. It's, oh, I thought, but I thought there was like one particular you know, thing, and if you play it, people are like, "Oh, that's from Blade." Oh, it's probably the the credit scene music because right. it kind of goes a bit techno. Okay, yeah, but it's, I, um, it's sort of techno that I'm thinking. I listen to the I listen to the soundtrack probably every day. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> it's by it's by Vangelis. Yeah, right. Who did also did like Chariots of Fire and um, well loads of amazing albums of his own, but. The music is... All right. It's not going to sound that great coming out of your laptop. But... We've got a little, oh, you've got a little, a little speaker, speaker to go with it. But yeah. <laughs> no, nothing will be great about the uh, cinematic experience when you're watching it on a laptop with a room filled with daylight. So, yeah. 
but we'll get through that. Um, one more question before we start the film. Mm. How are we going to schedule these boosts? Uh, well, maybe we should alternate health item and unhealth item. Because I don't want to... Well, let's start with a our... banana, because you, you... Yeah, and that'll give us a... But we'll get our energy kick. We'll really go hard on the boost, maybe <laughs> second stop during the film. Yeah, I think... So we can bring it home strong and we can just be delirious at the end. Do you know how long this film is? It's, it's just under two hours. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's at, my, it's at my upper limit. That's your max. But that's what I'll do for you, <laughs> Alexander Mumry. All right, should we get it on? Absolutely. Blade Runner. And then we'll put the film on. The day. <laughs> he says as he holds a banana by his crotch. <laughs> um, that's not a euphemism. No, just unpeeling it there. Good stuff. All right, Blade Runner. Ridley Scott. The director's cut. Let's do it. Very excited. Cool. Go. They jumped the shuttle off world. Killed the crew and passengers. We found the shuttle drifting off the coast two weeks ago, so we know they're around. Embarrassing. No, sir, not embarrassing, because no one's ever going to find out they're down here. Because you're going to spot them and you're going to air them out. I don't work here anymore. Give it to Holt. He's good. I did. He can breathe, okay, as long as nobody unplugs him. It's not good enough. Not good as you. I need you, Dex. This is a bad one. The worst yet. I need the old Blade Runner. I need your magic. All right, first things first, I better crack this boost <laughs> and feel the energy flow through my veins. So this, oh, oh shaken up. This, this, so this is your first ever can of my boost. My first can of boost. Pure Enjoy. energy, is Enjoy. it? I think, yeah, look at the ingredients. Mm. 100% pure energy. Oh yeah, adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. God, I feel it Straight from already. the ground. Straight from the adrenal gland, that stuff. I look forward. Do you ever double up and and do boost sip, boost bite of the chocolate bar one, one um, after the other? I don't think they're that complimentary. I no, okay. I, th I think I go can first, then chocolate bar. And then wait 10 minutes and have a second can. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're almost an hour into Blade Runner. That's right. And... We had to wait quite a while. For yeah, to it's a slow burner, isn't it? I'm going to be honest. Not much has happened until the 56-minute mark. That's, no, that's true. But it's but a lot of establishing. It's a it's a an ambient sort of film. It's a it's a moody film. Yeah. I mean, it's I have it on in the background. It's basically um, it's you know it's like a film noir but set in the future, so it's moody and you know dark. Yeah. We, <laughs> very dark. It's very dark. Lots of shadows. <laughs> to um, yeah, to peer through, yeah. So something's finally happened. Yeah, something's finally happened. So Harrison Ford, young Harrison Ford, De Deckard. Deckard, Rick Deckard. Rick Deckard, is it? Yeah. He's a Blade Runner. Yeah. His job is to kill robots, which apparently are called Re replicants. Replicants. I was going to correct you. Yeah. Then I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know when I'm about to be corrected. <laughs> and there are four replicants that he's being tasked yeah with killing yeah and he's just killed the first one yeah the two two men two women two male replicants two women replicants he shot his first woman just shot his first woman <laughs> in the back as she ran scantily clad through yeah. the streets of chinatown los angeles 20 doesn't look 29. like 29 2019. 2019. So next year. Next year. So next year. A lot's going to happen in the next year, it seems, because that does not look like LA. No, not at all. <laughs> You've just checked your notes to confirm the year. Now let's let's look at that November, for a second. November 2019. November 2019. So exactly a year's time. Couldn't be prouder of you. You've yep. been scurrying away over there, Maybe making some notes, notes in the us, first hour. Let's see what I've written down. What have you written? <laughs> yeah, you've written November 2019, LA. We've cut. We've we've crossed that one off. That's good. Do androids dream? Well, that's, I don't know, that's, Alex. Do androids dream? Well, that is the question that was posed by uh, Philip K. Dick, who wrote the book. Right. And in fact, the, the, the title of the book was Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? That's the, that's the book the film's based on. I would think I that there's a they... question that needs to be answered before that. What's that? Do androids sleep? Um, I don't think these ones do. Well, then the answer's um, no, they don't dream. Next question. Yeah, okay, answered. The next note says, looks like my dad. That's something that I wanted to bring up. Now, Harrison Ford, I think he's looking quite handsome. Well, he definitely I've never was. really got it. I didn't think he looked that handsome in the Star Wars films that I've seen. No, I've never seen say. the. I've never seen the Indiana Jones ones. But in this one, he looks quite handsome. 
Well, now you're telling me he, he looks like your face, dad. As he, as he does in Star Wars. But um, well, I would say my dad is is not as handsome as Harrison Ford. Never was. But no. they're starting to meet in the middle as they as they age. They've got similar. It's the kind of thick lines around the mouth. It's kind of quite almost like a bit of a droopy dog sort of look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quite thick set features, big nose. There's definitely some some similarities there. Okay. And that brings me on to a much more important question. Mm. I've known you since 2012 now. Yeah. We're almost in 2019, yeah. the year of this film. Unbelievable. Why haven't I met your dad? That's a good question. Um, What's the deal? Why, is, why are you holding out Trev from me? Uh, why have I withheld Trev? That's a, that's a very good question. Probably for, for your own good. For my own good? <laughs> what are the I'd chances? I'd let you meet my mum for I'd, sure. You'd let me, what are the chances that this will ever end up in Trev's ear holes? Oh, that's it's slim to none. It's zero percent chance okay. I would say of my dad ever listening to this. I don't think he. What if I pressed it on a record or something and sent it to him? No, I smashed his record player when I was a kid. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I fell on it. So he doesn't. He's he's not um, he's not a huge music fan. Or um, what he mainly likes is um, playing Fruit Machine on his iPad. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he does. Really? He, he's retired now. He so, spends he spends a big portion of his day, and it's it's um, so fruit machine is like a like it, the slot machines like it's it's like three gambling. little three little wheels that kind of click into place, you know, yeah. say like a bit like a banana like and a pineapple and apple. Or whatever, yeah. Now he plays this one where it's a free app. It's not for real money, mm. and you can't even hold the uh, individual spinners. So you just press the same button over and over. <laughs> until it matches three symbols oh in a row. Oh my goodness. That's all he does. And then he's like, he, he's made about a billion fake, fake dollars. Fake money, yeah. Can you, and you can't play it with real money. No. Not on the It's iPad. not competitive. You're just pressing one button. Goodness <laughs> me. It sounds like the entertainment <laughs> that they'd give to an ape or something. It's strange, yeah. 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 With all due respect. So that's my dad. Okay. <laughs> Has he, like... I'm not a big fan of any games on iPads or phones and whatnot, but uh, has anyone maybe told Trev that there's... Other games? Other games. In his defence, he like, really likes Scrabble and cryptic crosswords, so he's not an idiot. Right. But for some reason, he got hooked on this fruit machine game, and he just sat there pressing this button over and over. And he's, you know, he's not an ape. He has got a brain. <laughs> but some, you know, some reason, I'm sure I think he does. In his yeah. retirement, he's just choosing to... Take it easy. Yeah, okay. Disengage a bit. All right. <laughs> but he looks a bit he looked a bit like Harrison Ford. Yes, yes, he did. And that's probably a bit unfair on Harrison Ford, but no. never mind. Fair enough. What's uh, point number four then? I'm gonna go in well, for a bit more boost. Point number four says just Roy Batty because Roy Batty, that's one of the replicants. We've learned that the the lead replicant's name is Roy Batty. Roy Batty. I don't know who wrote this. I don't know if that's his name in the book, but the director of the film, Ridley Scott, is English, so he should know that, first of all, Roy is probably the least yes. threatening name yes. in the English language. And Batty is a euphemism. Yeah. Um, and a quite an unkind one. So it's um, it's a very strange name to choose for the, the main bad guy in the film, but there you go. Where I grew up, there was a fish and chip shop called Batty's Better Batter. <laughs> but the guy who owned it, his surname was Batty. I don't think he was a replicant. That does make sense. But yeah, yeah. Baddie's Better Badder. <laughs> Not a bad name, is it? That's a good tongue twister, yeah. right? Baddie's, baddie's Better Badder. Baddie's Better Badder. Can you say it? No, better, better. Then Baddie's Better Badder. Can you say that ten times quickly? Baddie's Better Badder, 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 Baddie's Better Badder. That was at least ten. I've lost count. Okay. That was at least ten. Yes, I can. Yes, Roy Batty is a replicant with electric blonde hair. Yeah. Blue eyes. Very magnificent. Uh, I think he's um, I think he's Dutch. What's the guy's name? You know the guy's name. Hut. Oh, no. Ru- <laughs> I won't do the... Rutgerhauer. Rutger. Rutgerhauer. Rutgerhauer. And that's more German. I don't know if that's how they say yeah, it in probably. the Netherlands. So that was point four. Um, There's a lot of points. Do you want to go through all of them? I don't know. Are there any interesting... <laughs> well, some, some of them are I'm quicker. I'm interested in... Let me count down. We've got very visual. We've point eight. Point, read out point eight for everyone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, lesbian. Lesbian. You've just written down lesbian. <laughs> just one word, Is that, lesbian. I think you got distracted. That was the moment you stopped watching the film. Yeah, I was having a little daydream. You've written... But no, that was referring to, there's a bit where Rachel says, so, are, you, are you testing to see if I'm a replicant okay. or a lesbian? So Rachel is another replicant, but she doesn't know that she's a replicant. 
No. And she's not one of the ones that Harrison Ford's hunting. She's a new model. She's a new model, mm. but we think Harrison Ford's got the hots for her, perhaps. Or it seems like there's going to be something there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think so. Especially yeah. since, as we read on the, uh, <laughs> the back of the DVD case <laughs> earlier, that uh, they, they have some sort of romance. Well, every, every film needs a romance. Um, and then I've also got very visual. Very visual, it is, certainly. Not much happens, but it's very visual. Not much noir. It's like an, yeah, it's a, it's it's a film noir. That, yeah. It's dark and shadowy. Dark and shadowy. Yeah, you bet those three um, uh, points are all sort of linked, aren't they? AI, you've just written, written the word AI. AI. Expectations, you've just... And yeah. style. I don't really know why I wrote those two. Yeah, no, fair enough. AI, I mean, uh, the film is obviously about the ethics of AI. And yeah. uh, if we were to create a truly sentient... AI that, that truly believed it was human, mm-hmm. would we give it human rights? The same as sure. any, any other okay. What do you think? That's the question. Well, Do these replicants deserve oh, a... I don't know. Like, I'd have to meet one in, in person. Case, case by case. Yeah, and basis. see what I, I think of them. Yeah. If they're just killing humans, yeah. I'd probably get rid of them. Yeah, I'd say so. Do you think that's fair? I don't think these guys are doing that. You know, they, they just um, they just want to extend their lifespan, I think. It seems a bit mean to uh, off them just... For wanting to live longer. But are they ever alive? No, you're right, they are just robots. I don't know. Let's just, Let's just off them. Just kill them. So this film is very prescient about the um, the future of technology. Because I think in the 80s, when the film was made, things were made to last. Um, my, my parents still have like hi-fis and what have you. Fruit machines. TVs from the air, <laughs> fruit machines from the 80s. Yeah. And they're still going strong. Whereas these days, you buy something and you expect it to last about a year before it yeah. blows up. And it is, like, you're incredulous when you find out that someone's had a, mm. a laptop for eight yeah. years or something, aren't you? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. That shouldn't be the way. This laptop's eight years old. I'm incredulous. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> the, that explains why we can't see anything that's happening in the film. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll keep going with the film then. Yeah. We've got Harrison uh... Ford. He's got one replicant down, three to go. And he's going to have a bit of hanky-panky with and Rachel. And it's been an hour, so I guess the film's about four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe just in the next ten minutes he kills everyone else. And then the last is the romance just with make the robot. Out. Maybe just make out for 45 minutes. What would you do on a first date with a robot? Where would you take it? To the arcade to have a go on the fruit machines? Yeah, Because I think enough. there's going to be, you know, they're going to be interested in those. Jeez, if you, <laughs> if you dated a robot, at least they'd get to meet your parents. Yeah. Your take... dad would love it if you brought him a slot machine. I did have a girlfriend of a year who never met who my parents. Who was a robot. <laughs> who was a robot and also never met never my met parents. Never met your parents. Where were you? Were you in London? Yeah. In fact, at one point, they came to the house. My girlfriend was there, but she didn't want to meet them. So she went into... Uh, she hid in my housemate's bedroom because he... He wasn't there. In fact, you really? were there. It was your bedroom at the time. I was. That was me. I think, I think it was your bedroom at the time. <laughs> oh my god! I was probably in there hiding from your parents as well. <laughs> yeah, it's your own fault. You haven't met them. Should have uh, come out your room. Yeah, that's you were hiding true. in with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, won't talk about that anymore. No, it's probably probably <laughs> wise. Uh, all right, let's continue with Blade Runner and let's hope things pick up a bit. I'm loving it, but or yeah, I'll hope. okay, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. It's what, yeah. <laughs> what? It's my favorite. One of my favorite. No, I know films you love it. It's good. It's good. Harrison Ford's very handsome. <laughs> Keep up the good work. All right, Blade Runner. I'm surprised you didn't come here sooner. It's not an easy thing to meet your maker. And what can he do for you? Can the maker repair what he makes? Would you like to be modified? Stay here. I had in mind something a little more radical. What? What seems to be the problem? Death. All right, Roy Batty's on the loose. <laughs> He's causing causing chaos now. He is. Roy Batty just... We've just stopped it. After Roy Batty has <laughs> gone batty, he's gone batty. Yeah, he's. I don't. Is that offensive? <laughs> Should we not say that? It also means a bit loopy. Okay, good. <laughs> he's gone batty in the loopy sense. <laughs> he's just gone to meet his maker Tyrell. Yep. And he gave him a big old smooch and <laughs> squished his head. 
mixed messages, you might say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crushed his skull he through his eyeballs. Crushed his skull through his eyeballs. After giving him a little after giving kiss. Him quite a... So I think he's got he's got some uh, some daddy issues, some mixed feelings about his father. But it doesn't really matter now because he crushed his skull. So he's he's a dead they're, man they're now. They're yeah. resolved. So what happened? We came back in and Leon was there. He was straight away. So he was the second of the four robots to replicants. Sorry. Replicants. To confront <laughs> uh, or f- to be in a confrontation with the Blade Runner. I think he's he saw. The other one, Zora, getting shot in the back. So he had a go at. He, he came up to Harrison, attempted to kill him, but yes, Rachel saves the day. Rachel saves the day. Shoots Leon in the head. Shoots Leon in the head. But we found out that now Rachel is also on the wanted list. Mm. Harrison Ford, Deckard's bosses have told him that he actually has. Excuse me, the boost, boost? the boost is coming up. Oy, 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 what's in that? Oh. Pure adrenaline doesn't Excuse go down easy. Excuse me, no. Oh, I'm having some sort of allergic reaction. <laughs> so Descartes now has to wipe out, what's it called? Terminate. Retire. Retire. Retire, sorry. Yeah. Rachel as well, and that's, that's not going to go down well with him, because as we've seen since... He quite likes Rachel. He likes her a lot in a slightly overly aggressive manner. I don't know if you'd say slightly. Slightly might be an understatement. She, yeah. uh, she comes back to his pad, at some point tries to leave, so he punches the punches door closed. Punches the door closed, yes. Looks at her very menacingly yes. and then says, say kiss me. Mm. To be fair, she does say kiss me, so uh, he does he does receive I think, consent. I mean, I give... think I would have said kiss me <laughs> if he'd said it to me in that manner. So then he gives, then he does kiss her. Um, and that, that part has, you might say, dated quite badly. Yes, not, not the greatest. I also hope that in that scene, Deckard or Harrison Ford wasn't so much reminding you of Trevor Mummery anymore. It was, it was um, yeah, quite a conflicting scene for me on lots of levels. Yeah, but that was interesting. It, it, <laughs> you, you're certainly right. It hasn't dated too well. No, well, um, that's been the case in a lot of these films you've been watching, right? Yeah, I guess it is true, and I can't look at it, things through any other eyes than the ones I have right now, but I just can't imagine that ever seeming okay. <laughs> I guess it But, but maybe it, it did. did, yeah. I don't know, I mean, maybe, maybe it was meant to be conflicting at the time. You sure. You think, ooh, maybe I don't like Deckard as much as I thought I did, but um, still. I've said it before, you just get away with things when you're good looking, when you get the looks like Trevor Mummery. I know, he gets away with murder. So, well, <laughs> yeah. Literal murder. Literal murder. <laughs> so we've got two down. We've got two replicants have been killed, and then Baddy's on the loose as well. He's killed. He's murdered someone. We assume he's actually killed two people, though we didn't see the second one be killed. But the the way he got to Tyrell was uh, Daryl Hannah got in cozy with what was his name? Sebastian. J F Sebastian. J F Sebastian, who was some sort of designer at the yeah. Tyrell. So Tyrell was the it's the corporation that makes the replicants. Is that right? Yeah, that no, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, Bang on. And so they got in with Sebat- J.R. Sebastian. J.F. Sebastian. Sebastian. Apologies. J.R.R. R. Tolkien. And he got, yeah, and he got him into... Uh, J.R. from Dallas, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... <laughs> did you, have you watched much Dallas? Um, no. Uh. No. No, nor I. We can't talk about that. No, we probably won't. Don't know anything about it. But so, JR. <laughs> <laughs> JR. So, JF Sebastian got Batty in with Tyrell, and then, <laughs> as <laughs> mentioned, Batty squished Tyrell's head, and then we assume he killed Sebastian afterwards. Yeah, not seen. Not... Don't, we don't know if he kissed him, we don't know if he killed him. Yeah. Probably both. You'd think so. And so, where <laughs> we're at now is we're going to get some sort of final confrontation between, well, certainly between the Blade Runner Deckard and the, the two replicants that we know he's after. Is that what you think? I would imagine so, but then we need to find out where Rachel's going to come into this because <laughs> Deckard, Harrison Ford, Blade Runner, sure as shit isn't going to kill her. No. He's got the oh. hots for her, man. You wouldn't think so. It's like, would you smash one of your guitars? Um, what, Pete Townsend style? Yeah, um, I wouldn't think so. If I was a millionaire. Don't kid yourself. Let's get, let's get a new one. And she's a robot, so he can just get a new one. So I, oh, I probably yeah. should. Well, we her. know where you stand on the AI question. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's not really a human. It just thinks it's a human. That's interesting. Shoot him. Just, just upgrade every four years. I think I've answered that moral question 
this easy. They're not really Yeah, easy. I think you've sure. really opened our eyes to your moral compass. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going to happen. And yeah, Batty is batshit crazy, so that's going to be interesting. Ro- what was his name again? Roy. Rutkahawa. Rutkahawa. Rutka. Rutkahawa. <laughs> yeah. I benefit from having a German girlfriend on that one. Rutka. You do, and I always say that you benefit from having a German girlfriend in a lot of ways. That one in particular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one in particular. I don't particular. know about any other German girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are probably a nightmare. Oh, no, sorry. Yes, your specific German girlfriend you benefit from having yeah. many times over. <laughs> so, yeah, there's going to be a confrontation. Basically, although it may not seem like it, the Blade Runner is going to kill the two robots, replicants, and then he's going to get it on with Rachel. That's what I imagine is going to happen. It's a pretty solid prediction, really, isn't it? I won't, I won't spoil it, though. But there, I guess there is a chance that something happens to her. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. There's always a chance she just starts making out with Roy Batty and they all live happy ever Well, after. if Batty gets his way, <laughs> there'll definitely be more Batty smooching, that's for sure. <laughs> Batty smooching. <laughs> Roy Batty. Roy Batty smooching. <laughs> Do you have anything I should look out for in this final um, showdown? Rutger Hauer's pants. Rutger Hauer's pants. <laughs> You'll see what I mean. And you and you reckon this is the this is the highlight of the film. This showdown at the end is the highlight, in your opinion. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, I think the the last forty minutes of the film is um, a big reason why it's so highly regarded. Yeah. By uh, and yeah. not just for the end credits that you listen to every. Day. <laughs> I listened to the whole soundtrack. You listened to the whole yeah. soundtrack. Goodness <laughs> it's good for working too. It's it's basically ambient music, you know. Right. So what's the deal with Roy Batty's pants? Well, you'll see. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. And that's pants is in underwear. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Not, so they're not coming Australian out. pants. No, not Australian pants. Underwear. No. Knickers. Undies. <laughs> Undies. Yeah. All right. I think in his case, uh, briefs. Bri- he's wearing briefs. As I remember, I think they're orange as well. He's wearing orange briefs. <laughs> What? That's what I've got in my head. Okay. I might be wrong. Is that also what you have on your head every day when you're listening to the soundtrack? <laughs> Roy Batty in his pants? I've got Roy Batty's pants on my head um, and I listen to the soundtrack. That's, that's, that's a large portion of my daily routine. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, if there's nothing else... I've got nothing more to say. I think we can talk again after the third act. We'll finish it off. This is the third act. Third of three. Yeah, well, we've kind of made it into three acts, but I think <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really have acts. The, there was the there was the bit of the film where nothing was happening, yeah, aka the vast majority, <laughs> and then there's the bit now where stuff's starting to happen. Yeah, I think the three acts started at about after that first hour. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's a lot happening now. Yeah. No, it's good. There's there's stuff happening now, and I look forward to seeing how yeah. it resolves. No, it's picking up, mums. I'm getting I'm getting into it now. Good. All right, let's finish it off. Blade Runner. <laughs> Batty went bonkers at the end. I'm going to need some extra energy to discuss the level of bonkers that I just witnessed. It's time to so go. Let's get into this boost bar. Double boost. So this is cho- this is a dr- chocolate adrenaline now. Uh, is that right? It is also supposed it, to have uh, rejuvenating qualities. Is it the same stuff that makes it? It's pure, pure is the energy the same? Adrenaline. In a Boost chocolate think, bar and a Boost drink? No, I think the, uh, the Boost chocolate bar tains, contains guarana. Oh, man. Guarana. In, um, in the chocolate bar. Yeah, which is maybe some kind of... I don't know, is it a... Is that like a type of lizard? Yes, I think it's a lizard, yeah. Mm. So I think, yeah. It's not vegetarian at all. No. Okay. Yeah, I have mine it as kind well. of just tastes like a chocolate bar, doesn't it? Uh, which I'm not massively keen on. No, just, just wait five minutes and then... Oh, I see. <laughs> Mm. Then you'll well, tell the difference. Thank you very much 
for introducing me to Boost. I think you'll be um, going back? I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no. But never say never. <laughs> so as predicted, more smooches from Batty. <laughs> we started with Harrison Ford terminate no, retiring... Mm. Daryl Hannah. Yeah, not, not, but not before she wrapped her legs around his head. She did wrap her legs around his head. Uh, what was her name? In Chris. A, in an attempt to kill him. Yes. Worst ways, worst ways to go, I would say. Oh, very good, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unsuccessfully on her part. And then, yes, when Batty found her, he gave her a longing kiss goodbye. And then smothered her, her blood over his lips, mm. which was nice. Not weird at all. Which is what I think any of us would do <laughs> in, in that situation. Uh, and then very sad to report, once we did see Batty in his pants, they were actually more of a navy blue, <laughs> unlike they appear in Alex's dreams mm. as a vibrant orange. Yeah, not sure where that came from, but mm. um, yeah. Oh, well, you were close. At least you did know he was going to be in his pants. I did, and out of nowhere as well, because he's fully clothed about five seconds before that. Suddenly he's in his pants for absolutely no reason. But I, I think that was Rutger mm. Hauer's, Rutger Hauer's um, choice. You think that was uh, an, an actor? I don't think Ridley Scott decision. said, you know what, Rutger? It's raining out. Get him off. <laughs> Get your kecks off. Yeah, I mean, that was the Rutger show for the last 20 minutes there. He shoved a nail through his palm. At one point? He started to seize up. Yes. His joints started to seize up, so he pushed a nail through his palm. So I guess that's um, a hitherto unknown cure for arthritis. As anyone would do. He also, did he break, he broke a couple of Harrison Ford's fingers yeah. through a wall. Yeah. That was payback for the the murder of his beloved Pris. It's only fair. It, it does seem fair. He was he was only ever toying with Harrison Ford at the end there, it seems. Oh, he could have had him immediately. He could have killed him at any point. Yeah. Rudger really was exceptional. He just pushed, punched his head through a wall at one point, for, yeah. just for fun. And then do you want to tell us about the his speech at the end, which you suggested was perhaps improvised, according to your sources? Apparently, yeah. Maybe not the whole thing, but no. his, uh, his famous... I think the technical term is a soliloquy. Soliloquy. Yep. And can you give uh, us a rendition doing your best Rudka um, impression? He says he says something like, I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Yeah, very good. <laughs> something like, uh, attack ships off the shoulder of Orion. I've seen sea beams glitter at the ten-arm, ten-something gate. <laughs> He'd do well to All make that those... bit up. Yeah, I, I think actually the bit he made up was the... was what's coming. Oh, sorry, excuse All me. Those... Sorry, Rudger. It's called a soliloquy. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah, talking. Sh shut the fuck up. Uh, All those memories will be lost like tears in rain. Time to die. <laughs> and, then... and then somehow, does he pull a dove from his pants? Where did the dove <laughs> yeah. come from? He's, I don't know. Again, he does have a dove. It's like one second he's not got a dove, the next second he's got a dove. And um, yeah, and we've, sp we've spoken about how dark the film is up and, well, the whole way through. And then that is the one moment where we see blue sky, isn't it? And something resembling sunlight at the end there when uh, could, Roy Batty dies. Could be some kind of metaphor. Could be a metaphor or it could just be that the sun actually came out and Ridley was like, we can't wait. Could be a metaphor, because a dove flies off into the blue sky. Right, which would be a metaphor for... Uh, climate change. Climate change, yeah. yes. Yeah, well, that's a pretty accurate picture. That yeah. is what LA will look like next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so then, to end the film, we went back to Deckard's apartment. Oh, there was a, a firstly a another... Is he another Blade Runner or he's just another police officer, the guy with the moustache who makes the origami uh, things? I don't know, I think, I think he's a Blade Runner, yeah. Yeah, but he's, 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 he's a, a walking stick. He's a very enigmatic more Blade a, Runner. More of a Blade Hobbler, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Thank um, you, Alex. He, <laughs> he's there and he says, like, I guess your work here's done or something. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Deckard just goes... Finished. Finished. <laughs> and then Deckard goes back to his apartment, thinks that something's happened to Rachel, pulls his gun out, but then he finds her there. And then they're like, let's get out of here. Let's move away to the countryside. 
Yeah. It's always dark in LA. I've got no vitamin D for three years. <laughs> yeah. And then at the very end, as they're leaving, Harrison Ford finds a little origami. Is it a unicorn? Unicorn. unicorn. Um, which is a reference to earlier on, he had a dream about a unicorn. Yes. I think it's meant to suggest that his dreams are implanted. And so. Oh, so Harrison Ford is a robot. That is the and implication. Then, so, androids don't dream of electric sheep. They dream, they dream of, of unicorns. Yeah. So Harrison Ford is a robot. Question answered. Shit. Is he a robot? Do we know? Replicate? Well, actually, I think, they, I think they answered that question in the sequel, the uh, one that came out last year. Okay. I can't remember if he is or not, though. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay. I'll Google it. And then, so the, the ending was quite ambiguous because that was an origami that's made by the the other Blade Runner. Mm. So is he then going to kill them? He's obviously not going to kill Harrison Ford because he appears in the sequel. I think he's saying, he's saying, I know, but I'm going to let you go. Oh, do you think that's what he's saying? That's what I think, yeah. Oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. Maybe he's a replicant. Jesus Christ, are they all replicants? They could be, couldn't They're they? They're just replicants killing each other. This could be all... This could all be... It's just like real life. The dream of some android. I mean, we're all basically androids, aren't we? The way we live these days, mummers. More or less. Yeah. Just mm. ask Trevor Mummery. <laughs> You're going to give this one a, a pretty good? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Thanks for um, watching Blade Runner with me. That's okay. Thanks for introducing me via myself to Double Boost. <laughs> I'm sorry I ridiculed you for so long. Although I don't like it. Well. But I respect you. Good. I just want you to know I respect you. That's, that's all I ever wanted. Unlike Harrison Ford and women... I respect you. <laughs> now shut up and kiss me. <laughs> that was dedicated to Roy Batty. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> there we go, episode nine, the film Virgin. Done and dusted, another one in the bag. God, I'm good, aren't I? Hey? No, I'm all right. Tell you is really good. Alexander Murray, thanks so much, Mummers. Nice debut. Look forward to having you back. Tell you is even better. You guys, thanks so much for listening all the way to the end. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It really is a lot. I know it sounds like it isn't a lot because I really struggle to express sincerity in my voice but it really is a significant amount of appreciation, I feel, for each and every one of you. All right, I'm going to try and get one more episode up this year. We're almost at the end of 2018. Flew by, didn't it? I'm hoping to get a Christmas film up, hopefully next week, or maybe on Christmas Day or something like that. Who knows? We'll see what happens. You'll be the first to know. In the meantime, I love it so much when you subscribe and you give me stars. I'm, I'm greedy for stars. I want all the stars. Keep them coming. All right. I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening again. I'll be talking to you real soon. See yous.